The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. What a week it has been. Holy cow. We went back to uh, the last 10 days we've been traveling on a kind of a book speaking tour, that kind of thing. Uh, Back in Pennsylvania, amazing people in Pennsylvania. I want to give a shout out to Donna McIntyre over in Butler, Pennsylvania. I travel across the United States training law enforcement and code enforcement and fire departments and social workers and the public and schools and and like that. And I see a lot of events, but I will tell you that that woman is one dynamite organizer. And it was cold back there, cold. It was like eight degrees at one point, snowing sideways. (laughs) I'm a California girl, guys. (laughs) And, you know, I'm like, get me out of here. But amazing people back there who really have a heart to fight and combat human trafficking and social media exploitation. And so thank you, to each and every one of you that came out also in Kansas City. I really appreciated that. I was at the International Conference on Missions and uh, met some really fine folks and, and saw some of my old friends, and that was really, really good. Well, you see on this show, this show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity, and you see we diagnose or look at and, and uh kind of consider what is happening technically out there as far as a lot of your technologies or we look about how gangs are changing and and uh, how that impacts our, our young people or foreign national trafficking, which in fact is changing dramatically. I'll probably do a show on that next week for what it's worth. All of these shows are archived at exploitedcrimes.com. You just go to exploitedcrimes.com, go to listen, Uh, Go all the way to the bottom to get the latest ones. I believe there's about 180 hours now of free training. You can find them by title, download them, share them, do anything you want to with them. You can even put this show on your own website if you run a a podcast or you have some free time somewhere you want to post this show. We can provide you with an embed code. It's perfectly uh, legal. It's easy. It doesn't cost anything, and uh, you can do that. What I want to talk about today, though, is having to do with truth. The search for truth in the digital age and why it matters, that's what I decided to call it, because most of you know we are deeply impaled. (laughs) That's probably not a good word. (laughs) Some days it feels like we are in the trenches of an impeachment investigation going on across our nation, and it is playing out all around the world. And it's a fascinating thing when I look at something like that. I, I am a world traveler. Before I retired, I had over 3 million frequent flyer miles. And it was always interesting to me whenever you have a world event, how it would be interpreted by other cultures, by other countries. 
they would uh, hear and see the same television announcements that we would see. I'd be in a motel in the morning looking at the morning news from America. And it was always fascinating to me how other people saw the same thing I saw and their interpretation of it was completely different uh, based on their culture, based on their beliefs and like that. I remember uh, when we were in the uh, the throes of the Clinton impeachment, I was on a plane going into Geneva, I believe it was, when some man grabbed my newspaper. They had newspapers back then. <laughs> anyway, and he started pounding on my newspaper, you know, because it was talking about the Clinton impeachment. And he's going, stupid, Americans are stupid. And I thought, well, this is really an interesting approach when our president is looking at impeachment because he did not have sex with that woman, whatever her name was. And so it's an interesting thing how much this has progressed for me. And this is a very serious subject, even though I'm taking it more lightly. Here's why I want to do this show on this. This is not just a feel-good show. I want you to stimulate, I want to stimulate your thinking about the impact of this and where this is going on our kids and future crime. This generation of young people has more information provided to them in any 24-hour period than any generation ever before them in history. So how do we teach them to evaluate all that information? You see, when they're being hit with an onslaught of information, there is no way for them to figure out, okay, this one's accurate, this one's trying to influence me, this one has ulterior motives, and this one's lying through their teeth. And the reason that's important is that all this information is being sent out there. And even if it's proven that some of it is inaccurate or not right, the uh, rebuttal to that is lost in the onslaught of the next day's information. Between the time that we have our kids on a cell phone, seemingly 24-7, And uh, I I speak in a lot of schools, and it's fascinating how addicted our kids are to having constant input, constant information coming either to them from outside sources or their friends or others. And so how do we teach them? Because even if it comes out that what was said to them previously was untrue, it has already been processed in their brains in a certain way. And very little effort is in there to reprocess that and say, okay, you heard this, but that was not accurate. How do you know it's accurate or not accurate? And folks, I believe we're just getting started at this. Uh, Because of 5G, that information is going to be flowing in, in volumes that we can't even imagine. And the reason that that is so important is several fold. One is that our kids, first of all, just because of a, a apps like TikTok or Like or LiveMe, our kids are wanting to gain approval of people they've never met in massive numbers. In other words, TikTok is all the rage all around the world. And I'm not here to tell you TikTok is bad. I am here to tell you that the forms of communication that our children will be using to seek outside approval is changing at the speed of light. Think about what is happening with TikTok. You make a 15-second video with the idea that it goes viral. 
Well, what does it mean to go viral? Well, you have the most followers. Well, who do you who do you know those people? No, you don't, but the number's important. And so all of those people can now reach back to our kids through uh, texting. That's the way TikTok and mass audience live streaming works. And it isn't just TikTok. It's like L-I-K-E-E and Live Me and soon to be Lasso if Facebook comes out with their own. And so uh, think about what is taking place there. I, I show this to many people. It is not unusual for a 15-year-old girl who is barely dressed and her, everything's hanging out and she's out there doing her dance with the idea of getting four or 500,000 followers. What does that mean to her? Well, it means she's, she's talented. She's being discovered. She's very good. Uh, that's the kind of reinforcement. Rather than for her to look at her own self-worth, who am I? What do I stand for? What is my character? Uh, you know, what, what do I want to do with my life? We are using this technology to get feedback and to connect with the entire world and be able to show to people, well, I got 400,000 and you only got 87,000. And so that is one of the reasons I want to talk about truth is because this is all being lost in um, just a massive explosion of technology that gives total outside feedback. But that feedback can and will be used in a way to explain them. And so how do we ever have this conversation with our kids about what is true and what is real? On an app like TikTok, what you do, and and again, I'm not here to badmouth TikTok. I'm telling you, this is how the world turned left about six months ago as we moved into mass audience live streaming. Your child no longer is fascinated by Facebook like old codgers are. You can go on there and you get all these people who tell you happy birthday and you really look good in that outfit and blah, 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 blah. You see, we started that, moms and dads, because that is that is called that social validation feedback loop where you're talking to people and wanting to get reinforced. But now it's on steroids because this generation can reach the entire world and they're out there. The big problem is all a pedophile has to do is go to that category of films and sign up and wait. The kid performs, the, the pedophile comes on and says, wow, you're really talented. I'll, I'll meet you on Instagram. We can talk about a contract. Get me a bunch more videos so I have something to work with and we'll see if we can't make you famous. And so our kids are believing That is their worth, that is their value, and that they're really talented, and that someone they have never met means good to them. It's only when we, like million kids, goes out and shows them that if you have a million followers, at least 10,000 of them are pedophiles who are going to lie to you, and you're going to believe it because you have no way to validate the truth. This is an important subject because as technology advances, we're about to have things like Fatech, where literally what will happen is you'll have live streaming and, you know, what is TikTok, mass audience live streaming? What are what are games like uh, Fortnite? That's mass audience gaming, in many cases, live streaming with it. And we're about to get technology that can cert 
insert an image into that live streaming or take an image out. So not only will you not be able to believe your ears, our kids will not be able to believe their eyes, and it will happen with millions of strangers, and our kids want their approval. This is why a discussion about the search for truth in the digital age really matters. My name is Opal Singleton. It's Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are up against that break. We're going to ask you to stay with us. We're going to get deep in the weeds in the next section. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child's safe from predators. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, 
video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back. We are talking about the search for truth in the digital age and why it matters. I do want to share with you that this show is brought to you by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. That is because more than one million kids are trafficked each year throughout the world. Our uh, business here, we have been doing this for 13 years. Million Kids is a gold star, guide star company. If you ever want to uh, donate, uh, you need to know that the money that you give to us goes directly to the cause of helping kids and educating parents and teenagers and helping get kids out of the life of sex trafficking or help them if they are involved in sextortion. We have been doing this for a very long time. We're quite a bit different than there's a lot of agencies out there now, all of them trying to raise money to do this. And I appreciate that. We are quite a bit different in that I am more of a law enforcement trainer. I do train across the nation. I am post-certified for what it's worth. My real forte is that I have tens of thousands of hours of research on these subjects, and uh, we talk about the trends, and that's really where my passion is, is not just what is happening right now, but where is this going, and why is that important? Because crime and crime solving is about to change based on technologies, technologies such as artificial intelligence and uh, mass audience live streaming like we're talking about here. And encryption, big discussions taking place right now on Capitol Hill about the impact of encryption. And also accumulating your personal data, the Intelligence Committee is looking at uh, ByteDance, which owns TikTok. Where does all of this data go that they're doing and selling? It's a fascinating thing because our kids often go on the Internet and they think of it as private. They tell you they know it's not private, but one of the things I do is I've trained tens and tens and tens of thousands of teenagers. I'm going to do some more after I get off the air today about, you know, where does a naked photo go when you hit send? Nobody ever promised you it was private. This is not called the U.S. web. It's called the World Wide Web. And when you hit I agree, you agree that they can use your data. How did Facebook get to be nearly a trillion dollar company? And they're not even the biggest anymore. They get that by selling everything about you, your clicks, your search, your your uh, location, and now your facial recognition before this is over. And uh, they're not the only one. Your Chinese companies are doing it too. It is a fast-changing world out there on social media, and we must get our heads out of the sand, and we must 
overcome our denial, our naivety, uh, that, you know, it's okay, our kids will be okay, and we'll just move forward. Parents, we have to get involved in this. So I want to talk some more about truth. It seems to me that the idea of truth has really been lost in this environment. Now, I admit I'm older, and I remember when, you know, a man's word was his bond. If you told an untruth man, you got fired. Uh, You could lose jobs. You could lose face. You couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't do anything because you are known as a liar. But truth is a rare commodity today. And uh, it's a professional business of restating the truth, redefining it. One of, the, one of my biggest pet peeves, and I don't know if you agree with me or not. By the way, you can write to me at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org if you want to give me your opinion on this. But one of my big pet peeves is to hear somebody speak or hear a news article or hear uh, an interview and then have a bunch of talking heads tell me what I heard. And I listen to this and I go, who are you? What expertise do you have? Where's your biography? And I don't agree with you that what you said I heard, that I heard. I am capable of hearing it myself with my own bias, my own filter, my own understanding. And we must teach kids about that. Because even today, there are professional publicists. We will see an event, and then they all come in and reposition that event. So that what we saw, they teach us to doubt that we really saw what we saw, or what we think we heard, they tell us, no, we're really not smart enough to understand what we heard. They're going to tell us what we heard. And so it's important in this generation that we can communicate with uh, millions of kids. Let me, let me redefine this. This generation will communicate with millions of people that they will never meet, and those people will have agendas for our kids. Now, our kids are going on there because they want the most likes. They want the most followers. But that also connects them back so that those people can talk to our kids about morality, spirituality, sexuality, and yes, even politics. And this is an interesting thing to understand. One of of the things that often fascinates me is a parent will say to me, when should I, uh, when is my child old enough that I would give them a cell phone? And I say, have you had the sex talk? And they go, no, they're too young for the sex talk. If they are too young for a sex talk, they are too young for a cell phone. Because the minute you put them on the World Wide Web, where they're going to go out there and twerk, even if they don't understand what twerking is, so that they can get the most followers, tens of thousands of people will be able to talk to them about sexuality. And yet you put them on there thinking that's okay, but you don't set them down and explain to them there are some good people in the world and there are some bad people in the world. And the ba- and this is what sex is, and bad people want to do bad things sexually. Because if you can't have that conversation with your child, you better not put them out there where your child can be exposed to it. I was talking to a person this last week, and they have a, they're a good mom. They care. But they have an 8-year-old girl that is on TikTok. 
And, you know, if she has 50,000 followers, I'm going to guarantee you that at least 500 of them are pedophiles. And it's probably more like two or 3,000 that can text back to her little daughter and go, oh, baby, you're really, really good. Dance like this for me. You know, let's talk on Instagram and send me some more videos. And these kids want to please. They want to be liked. They want to be engaged. That is why they're on there. And so if we put our kids on the World Wide Web without talking to them about the truth of good sex and bad sex and how it works and that a portion of those people do not want what's good for you, then we better not be putting them on the Internet. They are going to get violated. You are going to blame the app. And in the meantime, everybody loses. The app says you have to be 12, but nobody reads that part of the app. So it's an interesting thing. Even that, it's an interesting thing. Because a parent, if they took the time to read the app, would know they need to be 12, but they don't want to look at the truth of that, so they choose not to read it. So that is truth by denial. I want to pick this up here because this is important to me as we put our kids on the World Wide Web. Literally, there are research studies that have indicated 85% of college graduates cannot distinguish. These are college graduates, not 8 years old, not 12 years old. 85% of college graduates cannot distinguish the difference between a blog, which is a personal opinion, an enticement, excuse me, an ad, which is in fact an enticement, and a news release, which supposedly is a fact, although I question that more and more. One of the things that's happening is this endless 24-hour news cycle is giving us an endless parade of talking heads out there laying out their personal opinion as facts. This is important. I heard this this last week. I was traveling, so I was eating out of breakfast at these hotels, and and you never get to choose the station that you're on. And I'm not going to take a political side here. This happens on both sides. But I heard this woman say on there, she was some talking head on a newscast, and it was being presented as news, and she was going on about the impeachment. And then she came back and she said, so President Trump is going to say, And I said to myself, stop right there. Have you ever met with him? Do you know him? Do you know what he's going to say? Have you talked with him? Did he give you a transcript? Did he pre-warn you this is what I'm going to say? That woman was giving her opinion of what he might say based on her belief about him. And she then delivered that as a fact in a news release. And I thought to myself, Parents all across the nation probably don't realize that, let alone an eight-year-old child. Why is that important? Because these guys get on the Internet and they connect with our child. And they tell them that they're a rap star or, you know, some good-looking guy and that they're really hot and they really are going to like this child if they'll just send them a picture. And our child wants to be liked and they see them as an authority figure and they trust them and they deliver the picture, at which point they get blackmailed. And that word is sextortion, sex and extortion. And that child's life will change forever. We are doing that when that child is getting ready for puberty. They're getting their moral identity. They're, they're 
their uh, sexual identity and their identity on relationships, and we put them in front of someone they have never met, and our child naively believes they're good people. We cannot keep doing this. That child would not be on that phone unless a parent was paying for it, and they should not be on that phone unless a parent has had a hardcore talk about the difference between good guys and bad guys and good sex and bad sex. This is Opal Singleton, Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We will be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back. This is Opal Singleton with Million Kids. And the show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about the search for truth in the digital age and why it matters. This matters a whole lot to me because when I start, 
I'll, I'll tell you, as an adult, and in my case, a more mature adult, I struggle myself. I constantly am challenging myself to say, what did I hear? What did I see? And I think, how does a 12-year-old do that? I would challenge you, mom and dad, to sit with your teenager and watch the news. Turn on something and then shut it off. Watch it in maybe two-minute increments or five-minute increments, especially maybe about the impeachment. I don't know if you want to go there or not. That's very, very political. But not from the standpoint of the fact, but the, the outcome. What are they looking for? You see, things out there are presented as fact when, in fact, it's an opinion. In many cases, it's propaganda. Even the ads on the Internet, I'll read these headlines and I go, really, that sounds like an interesting news story. And then when I click on it, it goes on and on and on. And all it is is an advertisement. But you don't realize that's happened to you. They start out with news stories. It's a fascinating thing, depending on which side of the political aisle you are. We will see the same event in a news story, and you would not even recognize that it's the same event because they're in the the uh, news broadcasters now, rather than to tell you the facts that are in there, they are giving you their interpretation of the facts. And what you will find is that many of these people are paid talking heads to get you to think in a certain way. In fact, I was, uh, and I, I really don't want this to be a political uh, discussion, but there is something going on even in these impeachment hearings that is fascinating to me. Now, obviously, these impeachment hearings are very narrowly crafted. Uh, it's fascinating to me because I hear them talking on there, and they obviously have a desire for a very narrow outcome. In other words, the discussion is whether or not Trump is guilty of blah, 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 okay? Except that in the course of the discussion, it repeatedly comes out that uh Hunter Biden actually did get paid from a foreign country while his father was overseeing that policy. And it's fascinating to me because that's a fact. Nobody denies that. They see we're proof of payment. And yet, whenever that comes up, it's like that is not the discussion. The discussion is, was this being investigated by Trump for his political gain? And I, I see that because the reason that's, that's a nuance, and maybe I'm walking on thin ice by talking about politics here, but this is important because when we put our kids on the, on the Internet, we tell them that sex is not sex on the Internet. You know, we, we get on there and you get to have virtual sex in many of these games. You pay real money for it and you virtually kill her to get your real money back. And we tell them, or at least they tell us, you know, we say, well, hold it. You know, how do you feel about that? And they go, well, it's no big deal. It's a game. It's what you have to do to win. And you say, and so what they're really telling you is that sex is not sex. And I'm saying, but you're having emotional sex with it. Why would you pay 50 bucks for it? And that is a good question, by the way, mom and dad. You know, are, are they experiencing that as sex? I don't know. Are they experiencing sex as a weapon or sex as winning a game? 
uh, it certainly isn't uh, two people engaging in, in intimacy and supporting each other and and caring about each other and like that. It, But we're saying, well, as long as it's part of a video game, kids will be kids and it will be what it's going to be. And I kind of take it back to lying about sex. I remember when our president said, well, it depends on what the, the definition of is is. And, um, you know, I even remember some talking head, I, got, I was going to look it up and I ran out of time, said, well, of course, all men lie about sex. Of course, it doesn't count because all men lie about sex. I'm going, really? Hmm. <laughs> okay, maybe in your world. But I'm not sure that's true. I know many, many valiant men who do not lie about sex. And so basically by creating these environments of of literally it doesn't count when it's not real and we interpret that. They say killing isn't killing. Well, I get that. You haven't murdered anybody just because you kill all day long. But in our video games, we're telling our kids, basically, as long as it's on the Internet, it doesn't matter because it's not real, except that they are meeting their dating, that the dating sites are on the Internet. So when does it become real to our kids about what that person's saying on the other line? You see, we're asking an 8-year-old or a 12-year-old or even a 15-year-old to be able to discern who that person is on the other end of there. Are they really a guy? Are they really a girl? Do they really mean good for you? Are they really who they say they are? You know, when they when they tell you to send that naked photo or that that twerking photo so that you can be, you know, famous and and out there, are they really who they think they are? Because we're saying, okay, so sex on the internet is not sex. At what point do we begin to have this conversation with our kids? You see, um, when I was thinking about that, connecting it back to the impeachment hearing. There, that's truth with a particular outcome is what is happening there. They're, they're guiding the conversation to a very narrow scope so that they can end up with a particular outcome. And then they're supporting it with paid professionals who go on television and tell you what you heard. And they're supporting it with even, you know, graphic images and videos and and other dialogue to imply a particular outcome. Well, folks, that's no different than what a pedophile does with our kids on apps like Like and TikTok. They go on there with a very narrow outcome. It isn't, uh, you know, the child doesn't know. And they're on there and they're wanting to be liked. And so that person likes them. Wow, you're really, really good. And you're really, really talented. And they suck this kid in. And we are putting our kids out there without the cognitive skill sets. They're not bad kids. I'm not suggesting that. I know many kids out there on TikTok scares me to death. They're 8, 9, 10, 11 years old, but they are kids. They do not have adult cognitive reasoning. Quite frankly, many adults are not able to work their way out through what is truth on the Internet. I I look at this. I, I fall prey to this because... 
there is a belief that the distortion of truth is really not lying in our society. I think about this with animated video game character pornography. Those of you who have followed me know that that's one of the fastest growing segments of Pornhub. Pornhub's the largest porn site in the world. An animated video game character pornography for just three video games that was uh, the Mario, Marvel, and uh, Overwatch had 69 million downloads on one porn site, meaning Pornhub, where they are watching animated video game character pornography. This is our kids doing that. Now, that is becoming one of the fastest growing segments, but think about what that is. It's not really pornography because it's just a game. We've already determined that. Sex on the Internet's not sex in these video games. And so now they have led it into animated video game character pornography. Doesn't count if it's animated. And if it's, and it's just a game, it's not really pornography, except it is influencing our children. And our children are likely to be able to be engaged because they see that. They get sexually stimulated. Why else are they looking at it? And we are renaming it and saying it really doesn't count. Video games, and I'm not against video gaming. What I am against is putting someone in a video game until they have enough adult cognitive thinking To understand there are people in those chat rooms and you both are looking at pornography together in the video game and they can live stream right into your room and they can bond with your child and the two of you will share a sexual environment. If they're both males, they may even think that they they have propensity to do that. And I'm not I'm not saying that's not a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not giving you a judgment call. What I am telling you is total strangers can come into your home and begin to talk to your child in a way that your child believes it's truth. So how do you prepare your child to understand? What are the motives of the person on the other end? Who are they really? Are they what they say they are? When they talk to you, are they giving you a fact or an opinion? Is there any expertise going on here? Is this someone you really should be valuing their opinion? Because it seems like in today's digital age, as long as they're on the other end and they like your child, that makes them an expert in your child's mind. And they want to be liked, they want to be accepted, and they will be very vulnerable to a teenage, uh, to a stranger. We have to start to look at how do we teach our kids to evaluate a world that is a digital world, that is a world that is not real, and it is a world with very real consequences, regardless of the fantasy it feels like when you're in it. My name is Opal Singleton. The show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Please stay with us, and we'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit sin. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Uh, This show is brought to you by Million Kids. And uh, 
We spend a lot of our time, we serve with the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force here in Southern California. A little bit rainy today. We're proud of that. Glad to have it. Anyway, uh, we sat with parents whose kids have been violated, and we sat with kids who are being exploited. And we listened to them, and uh, we are in the process of making a documentary for those of you that follow this, we have we're more than two thirds there, and uh, as far as raising the money that we need, we want it to be a first class, high tech, fast moving documentary where kids understand how the internet is made, who who is out there, what is the dark web, what are some of these technologies in there, and how do you protect yourself? And we really want it to be fast moving so that they understand. Their role. You see, this year, this next year, many of you have heard me say I have a book called Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. This truly is the first generation that will be connected to the entire world. And even right now, 87% of kids sleep with their phone. That means it is truly a home without walls. As I, in, I'm number one, I'd ask you to follow us on Facebook, Million Kids on Facebook. Just go to Facebook, hit Million Kids, and like that. I'm not a fan of Facebook, but we post new cases on there all the time. And one of the things I want you to see by A World Without Borders is you'll have a a nine-year-old girl who's violated, and maybe she lives in Lubbock, Texas, and he lives in Akron, Ohio. That is a home without walls because in in a world without borders. Because never in her normal life would she have encountered that individual and been able to be lured in. But that happened because that girl is unable to visualize who is on the other end of this and the bad that they have for them. And so it's important to us that we build this documentary. I'd ask you if any of you have it in your heart to donate to help us get this thing together. We're on the homeward stretch of building it. Uh, and uh, so if you would be having it in your heart, go to Million Kids and hit that donate button and help us out. Or you can contact me at Opal at Million Kids. I will come out if it's uh, somewhere that I can work it in my schedule. We will come out and make presentations, especially to corporations that might be willing to back this. We are changing our world. This is the fastest change in society that has ever been witnessed. And, you know, we have to get ahead of this. We have to start, first of all, to wake up parents. This isn't just the kids. You see, we are putting our kids on devices that they don't understand, and neither do you, mom and dad. And that means that 8% of our nation's young people will be violated sexually because they get out there and they fall in love and they are unable to discern the truth. And, you know, parents are un ill-informed, let's say that. They're extremely naive in how all of this works. And they basically are going on a wing and a prayer, and that will not get it. We must educate our kids. And so if you are not in a position to do that personally, you know, send some money, donate to us, help us get this documentary out there so we can do it. We must raise the baseline of understanding the world that our kids live in. I look at all this and I say to myself how really urgent this is to do this. As I listen to these kids as they get violated and and see the impact on the family, 
I think, why is this not front page news? It's a fascinating thing that is taking place out there that our kids are on the front line and we are putting eight-year-olds on the World Wide Web and hoping and praying that they are exceptional and they will be able to discern the truth of the world they live in. This is a complex world. It is so complex that most parents don't want to look at it. So why in the world would you let your child lead the charge in that world if you can't comprehend it? and you can't understand it, and you don't recognize it, then why are you going to put a child on there to do that? Now, I sound like I'm against technology. I'm not. But what I am saying is let's step back and understand the environment our kids are in, and let's start to raise the bar so we can prepare our children to be leaders. You see, I believe that most kids want to be leaders. I haven't met a kid yet who wanted to be violated, and they want, they will come to me. I'm scared for my 10-year-old sister. I see her playing on that thing. And I try to tell her not to do it, but she won't listen. And, you know, it it tells you these kids want to be leaders. We owe it to them to educate them and bring them up to the level so they understand the world they live in. I often make a joke, and it's a sad joke, but we would never put a nine-year-old out on a California freeway to play without explaining to them that there are cars going up and down the freeway. We put our eight-year-olds on a world where they go out and talk to a half a million people, and we go, you be careful on that thing now. You know, that is as good as it gets. We can no longer afford to do that. Mom and Dad, I hope, and uh, and you first responders, I hope this has been a good discussion for you. I hope you'll sit with your teenagers and look at the news, look at the press, look at advertisements on the Internet, look at what is happening, look at me and kids' Facebook, and say, what did we learn about this? How can we discern the truth? Do we know if that's a man or a woman? We don't know if they're in Ireland or or the Ukraine. We don't know if they want what's good for you. There are good people. There are bad people on the Internet, and they're on there by the millions. And you will be the first generation that leads all other generations as we find ways to teach our kids ways to protect themselves to evaluate the truth, to listen to who's talking, to analyze the expertise, analyze their their agenda on there, figure out who they are, and more important, we must teach our children that they are valued children of God. They already have self-worth, and having a half a million followers on TikTok or like is not going to improve their, their self-worth one iota. They are valuable as they are, and we need to share with them the exact understanding of what is taking on the World Wide Web. The search for truth in the digital age really matters, Mom and Dad. And it matters to me, and I hope it matters to you. If you're willing to support this show, please go to millionkids.org, hit that donate button. We bring you this show every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. California time. They are all I archived at exploitedcrimes.com exploitedcrimes.com go to listen and share them with everyone you know if you want to reach me you can do that at email opal at million kids you folks have a great week we'll see you next thursday morning seven o'clock california time have a great week
Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.